Just a second, guys, before we get into today's topic, I want to talk to you about something called Anchor. It's the easiest way to start a podcast out there, and the best part about it is it's 100% free. There's a lot of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. That's dope for somebody like me because I'm always on the go. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you'll be heard on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. And my favorite part about it is you can start to make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor will start giving you ads right away. It's everything you need and more to make a podcast right here in one place. So if you're looking to start a podcast, make sure you go to the App Store and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. That's anchor.fm. What's going on, guys? I'm Eddie, host of the Nerd Out with Eddie Night podcast, where we talk pop culture, TV, and film, especially TV shows and films that have to do with superheroes. Today is the first episode of a segment called Top 5 Fridays. We're going to be talking about five DC films that I feel like most of DC fans really want to see get made. The fifth movie on this list is... Nightwing. Nightwing is one of my favorite characters in DC Comics. He is a stealthy, stealthy guy. He was trained by Batman himself. He's one of the best fighters in DC Comics. He started out as Robin. He got tired of Batman's jadedness and how he was doing things. Also got tired of running around those little Robin tights. So he said, forget it. He took off on his own and eventually became Nightwing. This is most popularly Dick Grayson in the comics, as well as we've seen Nightwing in some animated TV shows like the Teen Titans, Young Justice, and movies like Batman and Harley Quinn, where him and Harley Quinn had a little uh, encounter. I feel like comic book fans and comic book movie fans all over have been asking for this movie or at least seeing him in some way, shape or form for a very, very long time, at least bare minimum since Nolan's Batman trilogy and the very underrated The Dark Knight Returns movie. We got a hint that we might get a Nightwing movie at the end where Gordon Love Hewitt's character was given the reins of Batman when Batman faked his death and we found out his name was Robin, kind of a cheap plug, but whatever. And it looked like he was going to take over for Batman, but we never got anything else from that. And uh, there's been so many different fan trailers made. You can search YouTube. It goes back all the way probably to 2008, 2009. There's been fan movies made. There's been Nightwing fan TV shows. There's been all kind of stuff. And we got to see Robin become Nightwing in the Titans TV show. I thought it was extremely drawn out and could have been done after season one. But, you know, whatever. It'll be dope to see him introduced in a movie in some way, shape, or form. Especially since they're doing all this Batgirl talk. We haven't established a Batman yet. We haven't got a Robin yet. I don't want to see a Batgirl movie before we get our permanent Batman and a new Robin. That just doesn't make any sense. Number four on the list. Zack Snyder's Cut of the Justice League. I put this at four, even though I really do want to see this movie. I put it at four because it's already in the works and set to drop in 20. 21. I want to see this movie for a few reasons. One being because I just don't like when directors' visions are tampered with. We've seen this happen in uh, the Sony Marvel Universe when Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man came out. It had a lot of promise, but they rushed it and a lot of pressure from the studio made them go in a completely different direction than the director wanted to go. We've seen this in Batman v Superman. We've seen this in Justice League. It just happens so much in the industry, unfortunately. Matter of fact, release the air cut. I want to see the air cut of Suicide Squad as well, but this is going to stand out on this list because this one actually is 100% happening. A lot of different stuff is supposed to happen. We're going to get Dark Side for one. 
We're not going to have a joke cracking Batman. Expect to have some of your characters kind of rewritten. They said it was originally going to be 30 million pumped back into this to re-edit, but it's been upwards to 120 million pumped into this thing. So you can guarantee we're going to get new scenes. Definitely ready to see that Snyder Cut. Hashtag release the Snyder Cut. Number three. Now this is a movie that I don't know if all DC fans want, but I definitely want it. And that is a Martian Manhunter movie. And it doesn't even have to be a solo movie. Since they've been having so much trouble and a lack of competence in the Superman character, which I don't understand why, even though it is Superman, he has grossed in the least amount of money out of all the other superhero movies in DC. I don't know what's going on with that, but they don't have a lot of confidence in Superman to the point where they were even talking about a Supergirl movie. Since the Supergirl CW show has been so popular, they wanted to bring Supergirl to the big screen more than likely with a different actress. Now, I don't necessarily want to see a Supergirl movie unless it's going to heavily involve Martian Manhunter. I think it would be really dope if they made a Martian Manhunter movie, and if they don't have enough confidence in that character, they could always put him in a movie with Supergirl or any of the other alien-like characters in DC so he wouldn't be in the movie alone as far as just a character they don't really know will work or not. I think he will work. He's one of the most powerful characters in the DC universe and he has so many dope powers and abilities. He's so OP and his backstory is extremely interesting. So give me a Martian Manhunter movie. And at number two, this movie's gonna vary on the list a little bit because it's not a superhero movie. It is a villain movie. The Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix proved that movies primarily evolving around villains can be extremely successful, especially when the villain themselves are extremely interesting. And one of the most interesting DC villains, period, in my opinion, is Deathstroke. People went crazy for his appearance in the Justice League at the end in the end credit scene. People really loved him in the Arrowverse. I personally loved him in the Arrowverse as well. He looked dope. The actor was great. Deathstroke's backstory is just extremely interesting. He was just highly decorated war veteran who goes under this experiment that pretty much everybody who's done the experiment in the past has died from. But he somehow survives and he gets all these superhuman abilities, basically like a Captain America-like person, except he is not a good guy. He is a mercenary killer for hire for the most part. Basically imagine if Batman, instead of running around saving people and saving and protecting Gotham, decided he wanted to start taking contracts to murder people all over the world. And you got Deathstroke, but he has this superhuman ability, superhuman strength, heal quicker than your average human being. He knows a lot of different fighting styles. He's super combat ready due to his training in the military and the Mirakuru serum starts to make him go crazy. He's a very maniacal, smart villain who has a very complex backstory and is more than just your typical, I want to kill you villain. And I think he's a super interesting. And I think a lot of people would love to see a Deathstroke movie, even if it was alongside of another character. I know there was a rumor that Ben Affleck was going to have his own Batman movie going up against Joe Manganiello's Deathstroke. And I personally would have loved to see that. I love Affleck as Batman. I just hate that he was given uh, some scripts that just weren't up to par, man. But anyways, that's number two, Deathstroke. Let's go get in, get into the number one 
movie that DC fans need, that I as a DC fan needs, and that is Batman Beyond. Batman Beyond has never had a live action adaptation, but it is one of the most popular versions of Batman out there. This version of Batman came out in the 90s when I was a kid. It involved an old, decrepit Bruce Wayne, still voiced by Kevin Conroy. He's old, decrepit, and retired. He can no longer physically fight, so he made this extremely futuristic suit that had all kinds of abilities, and it could basically make up for the fact that he was old and decrepit, you know what I mean? But eventually he just hung it up and didn't be Batman anymore until Terry McGinnis, this kid, strolled into the Batcave when he was looking for Mr. Wayne. His father was killed and he was looking for help from Bruce Wayne. He didn't know Bruce Wayne was Batman at the time. And when he was in Bruce Wayne's house, he stumbled upon the Batcave, saw all the bat suits, and he ended up stealing the newest bat suit, which is the Batman Beyond suit, and going out to go after the guy who killed his dad. It was one of the most interesting openers for a TV show I'd ever seen because he didn't just get the suit and become a beast all of a sudden. He went with the suit and still got his ass kicked by the villain. It was crazy. And Bruce Wayne knew all about him. He knew he stole the suit and everything. And eventually he kind of took Terry under his wing and was basically stayed in the Batcave, kind of guiding him, teaching him, training him, and, you know, talking to him in his earpiece when he was out on missions. And that became the new Batman. And it was just one of the most interesting shows ever to me. And it got canceled after three seasons, even though they brought it back to do this amazing return of the Joker movie where basically Joker had died years and years ago. Um, but before he died, what he did was he planted like this chip into Tim Drake's mind or in his neck and basically put his consciousness in Tim Drake so that one day in the future he can reemerge as the Joker in Tim Drake's body. It was one of the craziest storylines ever. And it was, I loved that movie, man. It is so fire. But the only reason I think this movie has some validity to happen is because they're talking about bringing Michael Keaton. He's in early talks. There's a lot of YouTubers reporting on that he's already made a deal, but he hasn't made a deal. He's in early talks to come back as Batman or an older Bruce Wayne to kind of mentor some of the younger Bat family characters. They were talking about a Batgirl movie, which honestly I do not want to see until we get a set Batman and until we get a Robin in the DCEU. I don't want to see a Batgirl with no Robin or Batman. That makes no sense to me. And they're talking about bringing him in to the new Flash movie, either playing Thomas Wayne in the Flashpoint timeline or playing an older version of Batman in the multiverse. I would really love to see a Batman Beyond movie, but that is going to conclude my top five Friday for today. Did you agree with any of these top five picks? What was your favorite of these top five picks? What is your personal top five? Go ahead and let me know down in the comments and don't forget to hit that subscribe button and turn on the notification bell. But it's your boy Eddie Knight of the Nerd Out with Eddie Knight podcast and I'm out. Thank <laughs> you.